One of the challenges of living in a place such as the place that I live in here in Southern California is that we can be free from many of the challenges that beset a lot of people in other places. Of course, that would seem to be a great thing. And in many respects, it is. I'm certainly not complaining, but I will say that such an existence can lead to a lethargy in our faith and in our practice. Years ago, I had a conversation with a student of mine that had a lot of natural abilities and talents. And as a result of his abilities and talents, he was, well, he was lazy. And at the time, he was in his early 20s. And I shared with him that his natural abilities and his talents they would only take him so far and that those who seemed to be behind him at that stage of life would soon advance beyond him because they were working hard where he was not. He didn't have the same challenges as others did because he had an abundance of talent and kind of raw ability, but those talents and the lessening of resistance that they provided for him, those things were making him lazy. Unfortunately, he didn't really take my advice. Like it or not, this is a real problem. And what makes it worse is that we almost inevitably focus the majority of our attention on those areas of our lives that we're good at. We work on those things that come easy to us or that we enjoy doing. And part of the reason that we enjoy doing them is because we're good at it and it comes easy to us. And as a result, we ignore or we spend less time on those things that trip us up. What's more, we make comparisons to others around us, often pointing out their weaknesses in light of our strengths and abilities. And if you keep doing this, eventually you will fail. Your strengths and talents may carry you pretty far, but the weights and Besetting sins will eventually ensnare you. Beware of letting anything hinder your life and faith. The book of Hebrews says, Let us lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily ensnare us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. I'm certainly not a perfect person, but I have spent a lot of time over the years evaluating and becoming well acquainted with my weaknesses so that I could do whatever I needed to do to lay them aside so that I could effectively run the race that is before me. The author of Hebrews, he goes on to explain that Christ is our example in this, and we have many other examples of those that have gone before us that have done the same. Hebrews 12 calls them a great cloud of witnesses. This is where a number of my favorite psychologist, Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life, come into play. He says, compare yourself to who you were yesterday and not to someone else where they're at today. Set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. Pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. And maybe also assume that the person you're listening to might know something you don't. And maybe we could add to those a few of the other ones that are coming in his next book. Do not do things that you hate. Those are the sins that so easily ensnare you. And you hate those things, but you keep 
doing it. Do not do those things that you hate. Do not allow yourself to become resentful, deceitful, or arrogant. Imagine who you could be and then aim single-mindedly at that and work as hard as you possibly can on at least one thing and see what happens. All the while, Hebrews 12 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Some things to think about as you enjoy your coffee today. We'll see you next time.